Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. My name is Michael Shields, and I am here with my co-host, Brian Saxon. What's up, buddy? Praise be. Praise be, man. Under his eye. Under his eye. So um, today, we're going to dig deep on the second season of uh, what we believe is a phenomenal show, Handmaid's Tale. It's, uh, it is based on the Margaret Atwood book. Well, the first season was. Right. And uh, it is a Hulu original. Um, and we are just, we've just been floored by this show. It's, it's, it's very timely. It's very intense. The acting is stunning. Yeah. I mean, the Emmy nominations just came out. And they well. It, yeah, they're killing it. It was, uh, yeah, somewhere I around I mean, at 20. least like five actresses got nominations, yeah. including and, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss, who yeah. I would be surprised if she did not win. Elizabeth, well, I yeah, I'd be surprised too. But Carrie Russell in the Americans, she's fantastic. She's too. fucking awesome. Yeah. I, would, I, I don't think it's as good, but I mean, yeah. it's uh, just the the, the female um, the lead female category for the Emmys is fantastic. I remember when yeah. when the male acting car- uh, category with like when it was like Brian Cranston and Buscemi and like like, right. like there, there was a time period there John Hamm was always in it I mean it looked like power right. act now, now it's, it's like real. Lena Headey did <laughs> yeah. Lena Headey uh ooh I don't know Can look that up for a second yeah. but that, that is something she should have she should have but yeah Game of Thrones I think led nominations Westworld uh, did fantastic that, that was our last uh podcast any Westworld fans um check out that uh and and then Hand, Handmaid's Tale did fantastic. So uh, we want to dig into the season. It's it's there's so much um, uh, that I feel like really is timely that really affects uh, things that we're seeing. In I re- mean, up to the minute, up to the there was up to the fucking there was minute. points where there was child separation scenes when the nation was yeah. talking about child separation. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. Was, it was. It was. It, there's no other word to describe it. It was uncanny. Yeah. It was. It was like, how did you? I, there was issues like where with, uh, with our northern neighbor Canada and like you know uh, our president, um, dealing you know kind of treating his 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 allies like foes, and then you're seeing uh, in this show where Canada and the UK. And I'd like to dig into that deeper. Yeah. But, I, my my biggest parallel that I'm 
I'm finding is uh, uh, Serena, uh, the parallels between Serena and uh, Melania. Oh, wow. Will, will, oh, I didn't, never even thought of that. Will Melania turn, turn on, on, uh, the commander? Wow. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I was really like thinking about it last I, night. I am not kidding. I, I never thought of that. Yeah, man. That's, wow. Yeah. That's, Cause I, I really enjoy the parallels and I love, I love how, what it makes me think about, you know, what is happening now and what could be. I would, I would like to say this too, like before we really, really get into it, I'd like to, um, kind of petition the showrunner uh bruce miller is his name that um i love your show this is directly to bruce miller i love your show a lot um but uh i would be okay and i I would i would urge you to take your time between seasons because i just can't handle it sometimes it's a very very devastating show it's intense i need a break i think a lot of people need a break i can't wait for it to come back we'll talk about where i don't need to Watch it. I need a break. Like in a month. Yeah. No. No. Exactly. I just. I think they should take uh, what I refer to as a Game of Thrones length break. I. I do more episodes of Black Mirror in a row (laughs) than I do Handmaid's Tale. I'll do one. It's intense. And and then at the end of the season, I did two in a row just because I'd fallen behind. But I don't need more than fucking two. That show's torture. The show is torture. Ten. It was called the Last Ceremony. I stopped it. And I just like it, it was midway through, and I stopped it, and I just like I, I and I was I liked it. It was really intense. That was the well, that's the one, the one where uh, Commander and Serena rape. They rape her, and then they have the situation at the end where she um, she re- reunites with Hannah for a little bit, her daughter, which was tough. It, it, there, it was it was it was basically the episode was split into two parts, and it was both devastating. But um, well, the the rape scene was actually of all the rape that happens in that show, that was like the most fucked up like rape scene it was where most- you th- where you think where you, where like when uh i've never been raped before so i don't know but like when you when you picture rape in your head you think of it very violently but, but, but a but lot the of times struggle time- there's not the the other ones are silent they're actually they go through they're dealing they're, they're, they're trying to cope in different right. ways because it's more it's a ritualist ritualistic thing for the uh the i mean people. even even in the scenes where where Alfred slash June mm-hmm. is having sex with the commander in season one yeah. when they develop that relationship. Yep. There are even Funny like moments there where now. you could consider that rape yeah. because she's having sex with him against kind of against her will because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to have mm-hmm. sex with him. Um, but this one was, was straight up fucking brutal. Yep. And then the brutal part about that episode, that episode is where uh, is where at the end... She's left at the house. Oh, yeah. They leave her at the yeah. house. So it's like such a conundrum because she's free. Yep. She's free from their tyrannical rule, but Definitely. she's like in the middle of a, in the woods, in Pre- winter, nine months pregnant. About to give birth. Absolutely. So I, I was very, I was a very emotionally like, no, fucking go get help. Yeah. Like, you're not going to survive out yeah. here. Absolutely. But don't get help. Don't get help. Get out of here. Like you saw it as another window uh, of opportunity to get out of there, but it also felt like another trap. And this this show is entirely full of traps. Uh, when the show uh, kind of kicked off, and which feels like a million years ago, if you ask me, just because I'm just like all oh, the trauma. You're used to uh, you're used to the Netflix. Cheese ca- cheesecake Absolutely. factory of yeah, like the, shoving it down your throat. Absolutely, and the the week between uh, are, are I I think they mean something. They help me digest. They help me understand what's going on. It's I I 
some I do prefer. I would say overall than uh, you I, know the 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 drawn out thing. As I, th- to the I think pitch. it's I better. Know. I think it's better to watch a, a really good show is better to watch with a week in between episodes. Yeah. If it's not as good, then yeah, binging oh, it is I, I fine. Oh, I just knocked out Glow. Glow like, is fun. Yeah, yeah, I've been binging Glow. Yeah, yeah. I'm like nine in. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like fucking, that. It's fucking awesome. Uh, Mark Maron. Mark Maron and the... Mark Maron's really... I mean, I, I love Alison Brie. Alison Brie's great, but I, what's the other the other girl's name? The blonde. I, I do not know her name. And it's funny, I, I actually had a chance to interview her for Netflix when I did, was doing those interviews that, that, at that junket. It's, I got to interview all three of them, Alison Brie and Mark Maron. And, right, I was... And I don't know her fucking name. And I feel bad. She's great, too. fucking dope. She's got a lot of torment, too. Like, there's a lot... Like, she's... Like, when she sells it... We Which, just we just transferred to a clothing, but like when she like sells out her yeah, there's yeah. some cool stuff. I really I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, and and, uh, and and Mark does like I'm not a, I'm not surprised when Allison Bree's great. Right, I'm, I'm still surprised how great Mark is. Though. Yeah, yeah, I think it, yeah. He that sh- there's nuance in his acting for sure. Yeah. For sure, it's good. And and like his character makes me want to do coke. <laughs> like not in a fun way yeah no. in a just getting through the day way there's a point where they're cleaning up they're about to use this keyboard and they start sort of blowing at it right, and they're just right. like we just gotta make sure there's no cocaine on right. this episode one of Handmaid's hang Tale hang on real quick do you wanna hear the nominees you just, know what uh, you know I do let's do it this right, is a could, film and television podcast we, we do all that so yeah so it's uh, and then we'll dive into it yeah I got one thing to say but we'll best actress too. drama for Emmy Claire Foy the Crown mm. Uh, which I haven't seen, but fantastic. I know, I know I, you I, love. I, I guarantee. Uh, Tatiana Maslany for Orphan she's Black. She's awesome. She's just, she's awesome. She's the main character. She's the she's and she's like she's the main she's ten like, characters. Yeah, right. exactly. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Moss, Handmaid's Tale. Sandra mm. Oh, Killing Eve, which people are bugging out about. Yeah, Killing I, Eve. I think Sandra Oh is a great actor. I don't know the show, but people are people freaking are out about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carrie Russell, the Americans, awesome, and Evan Rachel Wood, Look Westworld. That. That's what I'm saying. Look at that. Yeah, that, it's like, stacked. Stacked, man. But fucking Carrie Russell and the Americans. Yeah, you were really impressed. This so last, cool. the last season, the Americans yep. just they they brought it home. Mm. Um, I don't think it's tough because Elizabeth Moss is given just like one of the greatest performances yeah. I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure, but. I'd be happy with either one. Oh yeah, yeah. Any, any, any. I mean, it's just such an amazing thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, and I want to bring up real quick that uh, "Welcome to the Party, Pal" is part of the Osiris Podcasting Network. Go to OsirisPod.com to check out a whole uh, range of podcasts. Um, and one, I'm going to do a shameless plug for another podcast I'm involved with. I'm sure many of our listeners know it's Across the Margin of the Podcast. This uh, at the exact same time, this one is coming out. Uh, across the margins, putting out a podcast with um, Christian Needon. He's a, uh, I like he, he, you know, he would describe himself as just a writer and editor. I would describe him as a film historian. He did a, oh my, these cats are going crazy. Uh, he's a film historian who who did a series, an eight part series at AcrossTheMargin.com about all these really kind of under the radar filmmakers who have been in Hollywood just doing some amazing things for a very long time. We talk about the birth of Blade Runner. Um, it just it, There's just a whole lot of stuff that I know people who listen to Welcome to the Party Pal might like. So that's uh, I want to steer you that. That's an Osiris Pod as well. OsirisPod.com. Episode one of... Um, Should we plug our own podcast on social media too? Before we dive in. Oh, yeah. At Welcome to the Party Pal podcast on Instagram. Absolutely. And at To the Party Pal 
on Twitter. Please ju- jump in. Uh, like I always say, tell us, uh, you know, we take recommendations on what type of shows you want to hear. And we also uh, want to hear where we're fucking up or fill in the gaps of our knowledge. And just, you know, we want to kind of create a community here and in a conversation. So, so episode one is entitled June. You know, it was cool. I love this. There's been some Breaking Bad was really good about this. It picked up exactly where we left off. Right. I mean, literally exactly. Uh, you know, Ofred's in the back of the back of the van and the whole thing. So doesn't this, it seems like forever ago? Like I was saying, remember Fenway? Fenway Park plays right. the thing, and they do that whole scene. Yeah, they they have their mouths covered in like the leather straps, and then they bring them out for the fake hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's terrifying. It is. They play that like they play that song. All the girls are standing there. They yeah. they think they're gonna die. They Absolutely. know they're gonna die. Yep. And then uh, and then Aunt Lydia comes out and on June's face and Dowd. Yeah. So, and Dowd so crushes it. Yeah. She's also she's so, she's so good in the leftovers too. She's a really great actress. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Leftovers. Yeah. She's yeah. a really great actress. Um. Uh, it's it's it was only a matter of time before I, I mentioned this, but like the the flashbacks in in the first episode, they actually I feel like uh, they they were real heavy on the flashbacks in the first half of the season, and they're so intense because like these are the the glimpses into how things are slowly changing, and 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 in this one we see a nurse grilling her about her child and childcare, and and it it, it just like. It, it, they are on the verge of this author, authoritative state, or like just this 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 huge change. And you know, we hear in that we we see a television clip in that one where martial law was declared in the U.S. And like, you just see like things seem so regular, but they're like well, happening. Fascism doesn't happen in huge leaps and bounds. Yep. It's slowly, slowly, slowly. Your freedoms are taken away. Yep. Uh, one of the um, one of the poignant. Moments that I noticed. I don't, I don't remember what episode it is, but that Please. has to do with it is um, uh, uh, da, 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 when uh, they have uh, when they're oh episode three baggage when June's remembering mm. her mom and Holly played by Cherry Jones who was uh, the president mm-hmm. in twenty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's like this whole moment where like you know her mom is is organizing. She's there with like all her She's fucking a doctor fam- at an abortion clinic and they have an or- organizing yeah, of and, uh, rape victims. Yeah. And uh, at one point, like uh, Elizabeth Moss comes home and she's just like, I got that editor position. And her mom is just like, not fucking That's caring not, she's, too yeah, much. She's, 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 I mean, she's like fully, she's woke to the problems of the world. Right. Her mom. Well, and you and like, that's another parallel with what's going on right now. No question. Is, at what point are you like, are people like up in arms in the street yeah. or, and at what point are people complacent because yeah. you could you could argue i mean I, at least for myself for sure there are parts of me that are like super upset about what's going on mm-hmm. super angry making a lot of noise and then there's another part of me that's like very complacent yeah and it's just like well my life is good yeah like my my life my life is good so i still want to keep my life this way but i want to fight for and like you're not fully seeing some of the effects of these uh, of these situations that you see that are like you know that you know are game changing some of these you know laws but like what do you it's, it's what what do you think it comes to? Does it like come? I think it like comes down to I think like when it affects your economic situation. Sure, sure. And I, I mean, it, that's I mean, Bill Maher got a lot of shit 
for saying that he was actually hoping for, for a, a recession. Yeah. But I think that was, I think that, and, and like, it is, it is bullshit. You, you do want to root for things to go well for everyone. But uh, he... I'm still in that camp of, I hope Donald Trump becomes a great president. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I, I don't, you don't, I, you have to. I, I, mean, I, I, I to. don't want to be it's, like... I mean, it's I don't not want, happening, but I know what you... 100% <laughs> not happening. But I'm but still no, like... You can't not, like, you can't not root against it. But I do get what he's saying, because what you just said, where, like, it's like, it, it does... Uh, a lot of these people who are like things are going great, like economically, like once it hits the you know the trade war, fucking affects their company or whatnot. But um, these flashbacks are so intense, and like they really they 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 make me think so much about like me watching the news at night <laughs> and seeing like you know seeing Trump yelling at fucking you know NATO or like just like any you know whatever name anything insert. Every daily piece of news here, yeah, is something. That if we did be this a, a week ago, it would be a completely different Absol- podcast. Absolutely, you so. can't even keep up, and no longer, and people like no that's longer. hard. It's, it's exhausting, right? Yeah. It's well, exhausting. I mean, I, I, on the uh, on the episode of comedians and cars getting coffee, where Seinfeld interviews Obama. And they're like doing. I never it. saw it. Yeah. Oh, it's I great. To, I'm gonna get into. The, I heard the new season's fantastic too. It's, it's great, great. Great list thing. It's yeah, I know the you really same as it. every fucking episode. Yeah. And that's what makes it great. Yeah. Like that show. They're is, like 14 minutes things, right? Dude, I don't know. it was a web series. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's yeah. all it was, yeah. and it's so simple. It's Jerry Seinfeld goes in a fucking car, mm-hmm. in a in a vintage car that he loves. That uh, reminds him of the person that he's interviewing. He yeah. goes and picks them up, oh, cool. and they go and get coffee together. That's yeah. it. And it's fucking every yeah. great comedian. Yeah. But one of the things that, to go back to it, he Please. interviews Obama, not a comedian, mm-hmm. but funny in his own right. Yeah, yeah. he's sharp. There, and Obama says at one point, he's like, do you know, like, when Teddy Roosevelt was president, he would often, like, go off for, like three weeks at a time into like, you know, the wilderness into like a national park to like go hunting and fishing. Yeah. He's like, and nobody would know how to get in touch with him. He's like, could you even fucking imagine that? Was right it up, now? Like, yeah. Up, 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 upstate. Like, right. Like, uh, I think every, yeah. I think wherever. Yeah, yeah. 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 I would assume wherever. I mean, oh. I'm definitely don't know. So, yeah. but that's just where we're at right now. Yeah. Like, and where's it going to be in like, uh, in fucking 10 years? Like how much, how much, Information are we going to be getting about some public figure like Trump every fucking second of the day? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to digest. Um, to get back to that episode three, that that take back the night rally, I found really really beautiful. Uh, there was they had the papers with the the names of the rapists on it, and and I think there was an over overlaying narr- uh, you know narration. So many. It was like snow. Like there was like a lot of like beautiful shots of cinematography in that episode. Um, uh, they show like uh, that's June a- running when June's running through the field of corn. Like the whole thing. Oh, I, before we like move on, like uh, episode two was really cool when she's like trapped in the Boston Globe headquarters, and uh, and and, and they-, they they talk about how and another poignant thing they went after journalists. And, yeah. like, you hear this war yeah. in journalism going on right now. Is that now, when but, she, like, finds, like, the shoe? Yes, and she finds there's, the bullet holes just, in the walls of right, the Boston but, Globe. But, like, the... I found, like, the shoe to be crazier yeah. because it's just, like, okay, they grab that fucking woman from her desk yeah. and drug her out. Yeah. And, like, her shoe fell off. That that episode is actually crazier, not for June's story, but for Emily's story. I was going to say, in the colonies. That we, shows we get that, our first look of the colonies in that one. They ain't cool. 
And <laughs> they're not cool. You Colonies know, suck, man. Yeah, the <laughs> dude, dude, they are breathing toxic gas. What are they doing them. though? What are they? I guess are they trying to clean, or, or they just is it just like is it just like a prison camp? It something? looks like they're just shoveling mud. It, yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> that's all it looks like they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. You know what's interesting is um, I think they were when I first saw her. I, I, I assumed there'd be a huge story arc revolving around her. Marissa Tomei is in that second episode. Yeah, she got done. She, she got, got done. She up got quick. Got. Emily kills. She's she's a former commander's wife. So we all know from Serena. What commanders' wives do? They are basically. I mean, they, they, like they're of course they are suffering. They in their facilitate own the rape. There's a lot of yes. They are there during rapes. They're like they're rapists. They, they yes. They're it, rapists as much as the men. Absolutely, and and and, we, and you know I don't dismiss that they're trapped in a lot of ways and and whatever. But it is it is like Emily does not give a fuck that yeah, she is like her. that she is that she is cool and she and because uh, Marissa Tomei's character I don't know her name is cool. Kind of cool to her, and she's like, I don't give a fuck. And right? She's like, yeah, like. And makes shout, her pay. and shout out to, uh, fuck. What's her name? Mm. To Emily's. What's what's her? Who who plays her? Yeah, she's. I, I you know Gilmore Girls. I meant I meant to make a list of of names. You had to look that up because uh, it that is um, it's. I'm just looking at just some of these notes. Because we learned a lot about Emily. Alexis Bledel. Alexis yeah. Bledel. We learned a lot about Emily in that one. And, and like, the, we know when she's detained at the airport because of same-sex marriage. Again, the same-sex yeah, marriage well, they thing. Start, There's they so start, much news. They, I mean, today, there's, I mean... They the, start hanging the gay people in yes, that episode. Yes, they she hangs. They hang her gay co-worker. Boss, boss yeah. Her boss. Yeah. The one who is, like, actually fucking uh, going along with it. Yeah, I mean... To think about it, I mean, even in, as I've always assumed we were more progressive than we were, it was we're not. It was June twenty sixth, twenty sixteen, when same sex marriage was finally established in all fifty states, and, and we're doing Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was fighting it up until like two thousand twelve. Until, until uh, like the one of her ills, if you ask me, I would have I killed for her to be president because I care about the fucking environment. But it's it's. It's one of her ills was like she kind of did it when it she kind of turned on that on that issue when it became popular too, and that's fuck you for yeah. that. But uh, it's it's just like that same sex marriage thing just fucking happened, and I just I just fear like we're going back on that. Um, well, we're not progressive. We're, we're no, not. we're living in. We, we we do we have every like the amount of drugs that are Schedule One. Yeah. That's, any any drugs that are illegal is insanely non-progressive. You know what's funny is that ketamine is not Schedule One uh, because I think they found reasons that they they could use it medically. Uh, you know, when when LSD and other drugs like that were being scheduled right. as Schedule One, um, there was a reason they were using it medically that never got. You know, it's just the scheduling things. Oh. All out of whack. Well, marijuana, for mm. one, is still a Schedule One drug That's federally. 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 Um, marijuana, LSD, psilocybin, yeah. DMT. Yeah. No, all that I shit. I sad about that. I, I well, just, that, I mean, that just goes to show that, like, the, the concept of, of being progressive, yep. uh, personal freedoms... For everyone that's like a fucking libertarian, like yeah. where where is where are the libertarians like in the Republican Party that are fighting yeah. personal freedoms? I wish I think more when I talk to a lot of re, like Republicans, I 
I feel when they're saying, you know, I'm, I'm kind of with you on social issues, but I'm like this on, you know, economic issues or whatever. Then you're I'm, not. But, well, but, 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 then but you're that's not, a cop-out. No, because... It, 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 no, no, it's the biggest cop-out. I'm not going there. I don't... I'll fucking... I'll freak out on that one because that's right. the biggest fucking... Because it, Economic uh, uh, of Republicans. But, like, when I hear them trying to explain themselves, I'm like, well, you're like a libertarian. Like, stop... Don't align yourself with these... These... Like, this party. You're, you're like... What you're trying to tell me is, like, some libertarian type Right, but thing. it's... But it's a... It's a personality cult. It is a personality cult. Episode four was called Other Woman. And this one was intense where we see Alfred kind of losing... Like kind of struggling to keep a grip, and and well, well, what what was like? What's so intoxicating about the show? What I really love is her spirit of resistance. It's really defined the show for me. Like like anytime when like there's there's a point in in a later episode, um, and I want to talk about that further. I think it's episode eight, right at the end. She's like, she's doing it for her daughter. She's like, fuck this. I'm doing, you know, like those moments, like where they, like they put on the music and like. Like, cause, cause as much as I, uh, I say the show hurts me and it's tough, um, I am so excited. I don't know if it will go this way. The writers, the writers will choose what they want, but, um, I want, I, like, I want to see Gilead, uh, uh, be invaded. I want to see, like, I think I want to see a revolution. Like, you know, I think there's a lot of like things that can happen. Like, I mean, I want to, I, I, we definitely have to get her out of the house. The fact that they keep putting her back <laughs> in the house. I just think, but I think there's so many exciting things, but it's always been about that spirit of that. Uh, so there's that, that phrase on the wall in her closet. They keep going back to, and it was wiped out in episode four, but it, it, it it's, um, it's in Latin, but it means don't let the bastards grind you down. It's like, no, they did take bastardes, whatever. But um, that's been a big theme in this. And she used it at the end. Right. She wrote it on the wall before she ran out. Don't let the bastards right. grind you down. Well, the, like the end of the, the episode before uh, before episode four, when she gets caught, is mm. fucking devastating. You're like, Absol- no! Of which she gets pulled out of the plane. Yeah, you're like, no! And then you hear her screaming, no, no, she's clawing. And you're, I was like... My insides were screaming. That was actually that was a, that was one of the hardest moments of the season. Yeah, because like, you're just like I don't oh. know why they tricked us so much into her, like she might get away. It was a big one. Yeah, it was a big trick. Yeah, because I thought at that point I was just like, they're probably going to run out this whole season with her on the run. This which whole was, ep- this whole was, season, I actually thought they weren't going to be in the house much. I agree. Right. Yeah, and they threw her right back into it. And episode four is like her getting back into it, but she really it's, doesn't like lose her shit until episode five. Yeah, and that's uh, uh, episode five is entitled Seeds. And what I what I was taking away from that one was um, I was really wondering about the hierarchy of uh, what what is Aunt Lydia? What what we call her? I don't know. But uh, there's a lot of infighting between her and Serena. And I was like, want, always wondering. S- subtle cat fight. Aunt. She's an aunt. Aunt Lydia. Yeah. So aunt, yeah. aunt, 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 aunt. 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 I'm from. I'm from. Uh, I'm from the Northeast, yeah. man. Aunt. I'm from the Northeast, and that's aunt. But it's you're from New York up yeah. north. That's it's aunt up there. Um, but like, I always wondered what the hierarchy is there because like I think Aunt, aunt Lydia, Lydia has control, has power. A lot of times she seems like she definitely has it, power. You know what it's like? It's like uh, she is the... So, you know in Game of Thrones when um, uh, the Jonathan Price character, yeah. the High the high Septon, yeah. 
how he has so much power and it's just like why does why does the church have as much power as the government which is basically like totally. what, what game of thrones oh, yeah, is yeah. that's kind of what aunt lydia is yep. like she's not as powerful as the commander but like commander is still fucking listening to her totally like if he the is. commander wanted to shut her down, he could. But I mean, like I mean, she kind of gets free reign to do whatever the fuck yeah. they want because the basis of the Gilead system, the governmental system, is based on the fucking the religious, the the religious totally. system. Yeah, it's all that's like how the two are fucking it, go it, hand it, in that's hand. That's what I was thinking of um, when uh, we 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 talked about Serena. I mean, she got her off cigarettes, and like you know, like and there's a lot of like like a lot of a. Uh, you know, just like the, the infighting in that one was just intense. But that one also gave us uh, Janine. She fucking cracks me up. She's got the right. Um, so they kind of did a to kind of close near the end of the episode. They did a wedding amongst what well, I would describe a wedding amongst chaos. And uh, Emily was kind of like pissed about this. She's just like, how you know, we come here, we work, we die. She's all like pissed and like, but Emily. Uh, uh, she like still has that. You know, she, she, you I mean, know who she, she is making the best. Like, like, it, like making the best. Like, being, you know who she is? Yeah, she's Roberto Benini in Life Is Beautiful. Yes, no, well put. Yeah, that's who she is. Well put. Because who are you gonna like? I, I mean, at what point do you? How bad does it have to get for you yeah. to like be an optimist? Totally. Because I'm an optimist. I, 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 I and then also, and like, I believe in resistance. But, like, there's also a point where, like, your fucking world, like, like you can't even imagine resisting or getting out. And you make the best of it. You try to make a life. You try to make the people around you happy. And I was with Janine in that. Like, it was, I just thought it was, it was really, really intense. That one, we also saw, we saw two other things in that episode. We saw the reward for Nick, um... Kind of being, uh, yeah, a, a good servant. you get a, you get a, you get, you get a, a young, young girl. you get a young wife, you get a, you get a young girl, and then we saw uh, the fighting spirit return in June for the sake of her uh, equally strong baby. She talks about like the strength because her baby, like almost like they almost lost her baby, right? And like so, she had a fighting baby. Episode six was called Seven. First Blood. Oh, six, yeah. First Blood. This is um. This is not just a reference to Nick's wife' uh, loss of virginity, but also of the the uh, uh, first blood that is shed yeah, it, on the uh, the, the war. Republic. Absolutely, it was it, this was the bomb episode, right? <laughs> uh, it's it's it was it, that was a cool moment, but like this, this I, I, we need to start talking a little bit about Serena right now as we move through because yeah. the Serena thing is it's a very bipolar situation yo the i think she is like the best character of this season i agree i mean she is it's she, almost like you just push across elizabeth moss like it's because i mean she's i'm not so good i'm not it's always all about elizabeth sure, moss but, I, I, but the I, most, I agree with what you're saying the most captivating storyline it's like when cersei all of a sudden yep. you were fucking feeling bad for her she was shot in the stomach we heard uh, she was such a powerful force so we get more flashbacks to her in this one and we find out how she was probably she was more a more prominent figure than commander waterford at this at this point in time right and she ended up getting shot in the stomach and at that a, is the reason at, she can't have children at a rally yeah where or, or at a college where they weren't letting her speak yeah 
and another another very telling right which which one of the things that i feel the left is fucking up on is cutting down on the free speech of the right yeah they're they're, cool with people who 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 you know who fight back against hate speech being talked out, but but people should be allowed to speak. People should be allowed to speak. And that's one thing the left is not allowing people of the right to do. I'm not even talking about fucking having neo-Nazi rallies, but like people, people not letting like people not letting Ann Coulter, people not letting Ann Coulter talk. Let her talk. She, cause she will fucking sound like the fucking. Did I I ever tell you uh, who I spent election Night with when no. Trump won, no. Ann Coulter. What? How? I was there. I was. Uh, I was working. Why <laughs> you in Ann Coulter circle? Yeah. Uh, I was working. <laughs> we were at a cocktail <laughs> yeah, party. Out, Me and Ann Coulter <laughs> fucked afterwards. Yeah, um, you don't know I'm dating. No, I. I was. Uh, I was doing it. I was working on a uh, a show. Uh, a British. A British live telecast from like. Uh, Times Square. Yeah, Pierce Morgan was like hosting it, and so like he was bringing different guests on, and then like as oh. so as the election night was going on, as it became more and more clear that Trump was going to win, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden like I turn around and fucking Ann Coulter is standing right next to me to go on, and like she just has this glowing look on her face. And I was like, oh, ain't this some shit? Yeah, what, what a way to take this in. A fucking <laughs> the worst person I could think of what, what to the, see gloat about what a, what Trump. What a way to see the, uh, the demise of the Republic come in with a smile from Ann Coulter. But, but let me ask you this. But she, go on. But she, uh, to go back to Handmaid's Tale on that. Yeah, that's how. In the, in the college flashback scene, there's a point where the commander runs out and yells, she has a right to speak. This is America. Yeah. And. Well, can I ask you, can what, I, can what, I ask you a, a more pointed question about exactly what you're saying? Her book was called A Woman's Place. So, so we're saying she has a right to speak, of course. But like, does like, so we are seeing the direct result of free speech, of her free speech. She, does she deserve that platform with with preaching the way of life that led to Gilead as we know it. Say that again? So, like, her book, it's called A Woman's Place, and it's all about, like, she, 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 in a in many, many ways, she put herself in that place where she ended up, like, where she was the subservient to men. Yeah. A Woman's Place was her book. Yeah. Does, is it, like, because I, I almost feel, like, more... Like I almost understand people trying to shut down people who are who are talking about these things that could lead to this way. So her speech led to the way of life that Gilead happened. Right, but by that rationale, it, why not shut down any thought that a human being has? Yeah. Who knows, like where a thought is going exactly. to go? There's, yeah, there's no there's no telling what becomes of what but there is telling that what is she's speaking of is hateful probably homophobic is definitely definitely not advancing women's rights where it needs to be i mean she can go fuck herself i just don't understand why these like like anyone should be able to speak where they were but like why 
why why why are colleges or like anything like inviting like, <laughs> I don't like, know. Like, and why would they want to speak? But yeah. I think it is I, our, I think they all fuel off controversy and fucking it's like, there's probably more pageantry to it than we and know. Human beings are gross. They're gross, man. They're gross. So episode seven was called After. It dealt with the fallout of this bomb. We were talking about twenty six commanders died, thirty one handmaids died and this um this allowed some of the handmaids who were in the colonies to be pulled back emily came back um uh yeah that's a real turning point for june yeah that's the scene where uh in the grocery store she tells emily her name yep. for the first time yeah. june my yeah. name is june and yeah. then they have like that kind of totally. moment where all the handmaids are like talking. That's what I'm talking about. Those little moments of resistance that I really like. I mean, right? Like, even if it's small. Like, well, but that's like a, a theoretically. I would I would think this series is not going to go past five seasons. Like, I actually saw that. Um, <laughs> I, I and I agree with you that, that that we don't need more than I. I, I think yeah. I I don't know, but I I saw today. I was reading an interview, and Bruce Miller's like, man, I got. Like I'm ready. <laughs> he, was, he he mentioned like he's he he's do, coming with it. He could do a lot of seasons, but I you know, but he says that now. He's probably just excited about how everything's going. But, but no, but yeah. if he has a story, yeah, if he has a story, I'm with it. If it's something like where it's The Walking Dead, where it's just like she's gonna be in this fucking house totally. and just be like, There's yo, no let's way. let's just show a scene where she gets raped again. <laughs> like, no, fucking kill me. Yeah, kill, yeah. No, but it has no to way. progress beyond it. Yeah. I think, and I think they're planting good seeds. Yeah, for I sure. Think I absolutely hundred percent. Yeah. I'm not. I today just like like just prepping for this. I just kind of like was looking about. I was looking online at mm-hmm. like some articles about uh, the final episode and like of course i see people bitching about it and i'm like what the fuck are you bitching about the story isn't over yet it's not over yet we don't even know what they're i wouldn't have done that if i were june well then you fucking write your own handmaid's tale even i actually i actually uh focus in on my um television reading to to people i know who are normally very positive and like i see them still uh just like they can't help themselves from being like, well, they're making a mistake doing this, doing this. And like, they're not fully allowing, like, this is everything that came up. I mean, we're just about to get into like this last wave of the season, but like everything felt to me like, like a setup for what's going on. Like I have so many questions of of like what's as many as Westworld? No, no. no, no. I'm pretty good on handmaids. I don't have any like open ended questions. Yeah. Um, I know what's going on. Absolutely, I get it. There's no confusion. No confusion <laughs> no, whatsoever. No, no ambigu- ambiguity. Like yeah. even like when people are like the well, different timelines. Like, I fucking get them. I'm they, like this one happens in the past. They're, they're, this one is happening right now. Period. When June uh, at the end of the season decided to hand her baby. Off, I knew she was going back because of Hannah. Yeah. Oh, I got that. <laughs> I, got, I actually got it like before it happened. I'm like, yo, she might not go. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because of her baby. I didn't think it was just like, is she going back because she wants to be with the commander? <laughs> it's on, yeah. Has he so, got, has his, uh, his fucking game finally gotten to her? He is. He, he becomes Dude, they, more hateable. Like, they, they really, he's a really fully realized villain at absolute, this point. Yo, well, he's well the said. fucking worst. Well said. You, because cause I thought Serena was at the first season, and now, man, 
Yeah. Like, and I think this 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 episode, episode seven. This is the first episode where you see uh, Serena and and uh, June mm-hmm. really kind of form an alliance because this is the first episode where they are where where they like start editing together. And that shit. works into episode eight. Woman's work is what it's called when they start working together. The end of episode seven, just like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Is that when she hands her the red pen? The, the pen click. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the pen click, it, it actually, to me, and I overthink these things, it recalls um, Off Glenn's bomb because she does the click, like, like, like the click. And it's also, I love anything that alludes to a pen as a weapon. Like right. writing is a weapon. I'm a, like, super I'm nerdy of you. Nerd. Yeah, right. I love it. And, but she just clicks it and like she's, it, there's a power in that right there. But yes, that's when they start working there. They team up. Um, this also goes back to like well, uh, wim- women's work is the also the scene the episode where Waterford beats her. That is that actually happens afterwards. What happens in this one is the doctors brought brought in. So they so she kind of does all that thing to try to save that baby. Like she's talking to saving that baby for the work. She brings in the doctor, a female who is a Martha. Um, oh, right, that was right, really right, cool. Right. The, the, I'm sorry. And and that no, no worries. We're almost we're right there. It's all like it's this all happening right, right there. Right, right. Um, the the doctor's brought in, who is a female, who's a Martha, and she's like the best. Um, I can't wait to shout out the Marthas because episode thirteen, the Marthas come fucking strong. But um, uh, it just shows the it, it highlights the ridiculousness of how great this like doctor was. She's best in her field. Of a male run, run in composed government, and there's like, 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 yeah, we're the best at everything. No, you're not, you fucking misogynistic right. assholes. Like, and like, it's just, I just love that. Like, and but, but yes, that is that is like they're them working together again. The Serena thing where they're giving you, like I said, it's so bipolar. She's like, she's you start liking her then. And you get to Hayden her again, like in, in, in episode 11, Holly, and episode 12. But they start really working with her. You, uh, you, 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 this is when we get to, this is like where we lead into episode nine called Smart Power, where we get to travel to Canada. Yeah. Uh, that Canada's was, where it's at. Well, yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely. It's definitely where. I mean, you, would you rather go to Canada or would you rather go to Mexico? The economy is probably better in Canada. In Canada, yeah. But no, your money it, would probably go further in Mexico. It's it's yeah no. I mean, you're curious. It's actually funny. And like, I, I was gonna I'm gonna post this on our Twitter. Another uh, parallel. Yeah. Oh yes. Right now. Oh, absolutely. Right now. No, without a doubt. Yeah. Not so, for me because I'm fucking white. But yeah. if I was a Guatemalan woman with yep. a fucking four year old child. Then I would seriously be thinking about like maybe crossing the border. Absolutely. So we see Serena kind of taken in Canada, and like at this point, you still like her from like a little bit. Um, she, but she meets with the American there, and that opened up something to me. The 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 fact that I didn't know that America still existed. Did 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 we have any no? Clue? We didn't. Right? We didn't. I, for I, sure. Okay. Cool. Because and she was just like America's gone. He's just like no. We're still we're still alive. Yeah. There's still there's still a rebel alliance. This is so, a re- this is the rebel absolutely. Alliance. Yeah. That's a fun part of it. And like that, I love when the world's opening up. So I looked up and I found a bunch of maps and like of of, of Gilead and like the whole thing. And like there are some cool, what I think are pretty. Um, <laughs> Accurate 
map, maps <coughs> you to went, what's going you on. You went online I got and looked up a Gilead oh, map. Yes, and you can see it's it's still... Yeah, so what, and the only thing they right talk now. about in the shows... I, I, I meant to send it to you, but I wanted to talk about it. I knew you'd pull it up. Um, well, I gotta see They this, only talk that's about... A, that's, that's really fucking nerdy. My girlfriend go walked. To Im- go to image. What right. my girlfriend walked in on me one time while I was while I was uh, looking. <laughs> That's up, it right there. While I was looking up Game of Thrones maps. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you got laid that night. <laughs> I definitely did not get laid that night. Uh, so, but around this time, like we find out that they are in Hawaii because she he, he mentioned sending her there, um, and then uh, uh, it's actually the next episode where she's in a car and we learn that the UK. Well, you know what? This is interesting, man. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but there is... I'm seeing an image here of Gilead. Uh, that's not that's 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 not the dope one I'm looking is at. Is this one? I think this one looks nice. So is the... So is the West Coast... We can, I mean, there's no way we can live confirm the... Right, uh, but the, there the, is a moment. There's a moment where... Yeah. Uh, where, Anchorage is in play. Hawaii is in play. Hawaii is in play. The West Coast is in play. I think the West Coast is in play too. There's like there's moments I also, because because there's a because there's that moment later on where Nick and 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 June are. I'm gonna constantly refer to her as June instead of Alfred. Fuck let's, that let's, let's, let's call her June. Yeah. So Nick and June. Don't do it slow. Nick, <laughs> Nick and June That's are are so. fantasizing about like where oh where Absolutely. would we go? And yeah. he's like I don't know the West Coast. And I, in my mind I'm just like. Why would you choose the fucking West Coast? Yeah. It's still America, but but America, but America's different from yeah. Gilead, which yeah. fu- which was so fun, and that's where there's there's the, you know, and these haters we were talking about or, or critics, I should just say, uh, they, they're looking at it limited. Where I see things starting to really expand. We did go to Canada. Yeah. We saw like and like we did. I mean, I I don't know if I mentioned yeah. already, the UK. Uh, oh, when is she's it? in the car, you hear that the UK is taking in more immigrants again. Timely, yeah. and also that they're, yeah. they're 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 about to like start doing embargoes, trade embargoes on Gilead and stuff. That was fucking awesome, and that yeah. made me think of another thing: is that uh, our president right now, UK and Canada are friends, but our president right now, just like Gilead does, is makes UK and Canada an enemies. Yes, take note. He's making everyone <laughs> take, take fun. So um, uh, let, you know, let me say one more thing, real quick. I'm so sorry. So the the other day at the NATO meetings in Brussels this week, uh, he 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 called our allies, these direct allies I'm talking about, along with Germany, Germany del- delinquents yeah. for failing to spend enough money on their defense. They, they what they I guess they want us to spend what we do and not take care of their people instead of buying fucking bombs. How much fun do you think he's having? He's having a great time. He's Uh, loving this, right? So the head of NATO, uh, no, head of the European Council, his name is Donald Tusk, the president, like turned to to him. It's a quote. He always appreciate your allies. After all, you don't have many. He's fucking like, he's like, these these aren't, like, like, say what you will about in these countries. They're not, they're not like... He's, yeah, he's, he's but you know, the, you, but you know what we have. What do we have? We have a fucking the Congress that <laughs> we we have a Congress that just approved seven hundred billion dollars to go to our military. That's well, that's what that's I'm saying. The How only we, thing we're relying on at this point. Well, the biggest problem is money and politics in the military complex. We know this. Yeah, we yeah. know this. Yeah. So, um, but uh, you know what? I mean, to go back to the episode smart in power Canada. Episode. 
I mean, yeah, one of the be- nine, one of the best scenes the was uh, when Nick goes to the bar to see Absolutely. Jude's ex-husband. Nick's love can, for her uh, comes out can, in a lot of cool ways, man. Can Nick we, loves can her. Can we get into Nick? Sure. Because now's the time. Because this is like one of the fucking most hurtful love triangles yeah. I've watched in a while. Because I fucking really like cool. her, her her husband. He's awesome. But Nick is the man. I think they're all cool, though. Yeah. I think they get it. It's, but it's, I think it's such a twisted-ass world. But where's it going? Oh, I don't know. I mean, they all... Dude, <laughs> they peacefully she has, a, she has a kid from her husband, and she has a kid from Nick. <laughs> what happens at the end of this? Yeah. When, does she, if she gets out of Gilead with Nick... And her, I mean, and why her does, baby. Why, I mean, why do we have to have some sort of restrictive? Uh, I see them in a big house, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I see them in a big house. I see like multiple parents. They're like, look, this is not fucked up. You know what was fucked up? That religious bullshit down there. Like, right. we, can't, we all just fucking have so our kids. And we be just cool? go back to like a hunter gatherer, just like, yo, I'm just, sharing. Just I'm sharing my like, wife with and, everyone. And I don't think. I just don't think like it, things are so twisted up. No, like, I disagree. Like, this is drama. They are creating. <laughs> they're setting. They're fucking planting the seeds. Oh, of you drama. Th- oh, you think that we're gonna see the beef, dude? This is going to be beef. Oh, that sounds soap opery beef compared to what? like the like deep beef. Like the, um, no, man, this is love. This is love. This is love, man. They're both like, they're both fucking in love. Yeah, they're both si- the both men. Do you both well, men. Let me ask you let's this. Do you, th- think do you feel let's, that let's she, look at can it. Can I ask you this though, real quick? Do you, do you think she loves both of them? Hundred percent. I agree with that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Totally. Because that's what it is. This uh, this archaic idea of that you can only love one person. That's yeah. fucking bullshit. That's, well, that's man. what I was saying with my big house, Brian. That's what I'm saying. She's <laughs> like, yo, man, I love point? everybody. Let's be high minded, not like love everybody. And like, but there's ways to fucking figure this out. And if you get through something like the torment and the hell that is Gilead, and you all get up there and you're like, I love her, I love her, I love him. Are, I have these two kids. There's no way they're not figuring that out seri- after this hell. Are you seriously saying? That this is not going to be addressed. I don't. I, I dude, don't this know. is this is drama. Okay, you I know think, what, I you know what this. You know what this drama is right now. What is that? This is the same drama as Hank and fucking Walt in Breaking Bad, just slowly, slowly building leading to, to, a to that crescendo. toilet, leading to yeah, that fucking toilet. They're just going to wait all fucking yeah. all the entire series, and then they're going to bring it down to the wire. Uh, reading, reading. Uh, just some poems on the toilet. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how it happened, man. That's yeah. how that's how it was then. <laughs> Episode eleven got us to Holly, where we where, where we we experienced twenty to thirty minutes of oh, excruciating hang, hang pain and fucking moaning. What? No, no. Episode ten. That's the last ceremony. I skipped over because we talked about it. Uh, that is when. Oh wait, that's the, that's, right. It's when so they hard. It's, it's yeah, really yeah, yeah. hard for Let's me. Say, no, we're good. Yeah, I hate to say this, but like as like a uh, as like you don't like horror movies. I just well, you don't no. like pain. I I get you don't. I've like gotten real really pain. really soft and 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 like I like I know I think a lot of people overplay this whole like being a father changed me thing and like because you should always I mean some of these things people say that about you should always know but. When it comes to, I can't watch any kidnap movies right now. Yeah, I can't. And, I and can't like, do another Taken. I can't. No, no. I don't give a fuck anytime, how badass as Liam is. Father, anytime I see like any sort of like kid abuse and like her reunion with Han- Hannah in Exit Ten, knowing it was fleeting, knowing she, like Hannah like said to her, it's like kind of like where you been at. 
Like you didn't right. tell, like where you been at, and it like kind of harsh. Just, like that's it's harsh, but like that's. I got really worried there for a second that she wasn't gonna remember. Her. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. When she said yes, she remembered her. The the I, like, I, like, ah. I, I was it felt good. Ah. Like it, it didn't go much better after that, but it felt yeah. really really good. But in episode seven, she ends up having her next daughter named after her mother. There was like twenty minutes of like pain. Like but, they, yeah, you did. The, like, that's the that's right. The, but that's the, the one, of, one of the best <laughs> I mean, one of the best scenes in that episode was the fight between Commander Waterford and Serena. Oh yes, dude. Yeah, they oh, fucking that, the two of them kill it. That. The two of them kill it yes. because there's the line. They, there's the line where she's just like. They will fucking they will put us up on the wall and he's just like just my luck to like die yeah. on the wall next to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like for some reason the two of them together they, yep. fighting it's just uh, and it's so even tone. Yeah, like it's like it's so and like it's so sick because they're both so like twisted into that Gilead world. Like yes, I'm glad you, know, you mentioned like the how like you, you know what else? Uh, there's a line. I don't know exactly what episode it's in, but. Uh, I even like said something out loud while I was watching it. There's a scene like maybe two episodes later where they are like arguing about Alfred, uh, yeah. arguing about June, and then um, Serena says something uh, about like what she thinks is like should be done with June and the child, and then Commander Waterford walks out of the room, and as he's walking out, he whispers to her, and he's like, "Well, mother knows best," which is such a fucking jab, yeah, because he knows she's not the mother, totally. and she knows it too. Yeah, totally. I'm like, she oh, tells this- them both yeah. throughout the series that they're not the fucking parents. Yeah, yeah, like that's 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 one thing when people do like talk about the end of it, and like they're you know like is she going back to the house? I don't think she can because like uh, Serena got her fucking uh, pinky cut off. For just asking to like read, it like yeah. she just she she slapped the uh, June slapped the commander. She stole a baby. Like like uh, she ran away multiple times. She ran that ran away. She was in that house and she was hiding in the closet. Uh, you just can't get away with this for that long. Like there's no yeah. like, if they go back. Well, like, and the, and I and I, th- I feel like going back to this issue the just the issue of uh, Serena's transformation across the across this this season. Yeah. It's just every little thing is building and building and building these little alliances where like, you know, June will go in and like put her hand on Serena and Serena will, you know, they'll, they'll understand something about each other and they will like, or where Commander Waterford, Commander Waterford comes in and like beats Serena in front of, in front of June all these things are building up to this ending and it's all like you're waiting you're waiting for you're waiting for serena to to buckle yeah and to come over the crest of the wave and i don't but think she, but she goes back and forth it's a really intense but but, she, but then she she gave the blessing for the baby when they the end of the season when they, they she said goodbye to the baby yeah uh, I can go back to this. I'm going to ask this now, now that we're talking about it. When June said to Emily, when she's handing off the baby and we know she's going back, she says, call her Nicole. Mm-hmm. Was that for Serena? After Because, like, why would she say call her Nicole? She named her Holly after her mom. Did Serena her just had a moment where Serena blessed her stealing the baby out of the commander's house. That's how this season ended. 
Right. And she says, call her Nicole. Do you think about that? Or? Yeah. It just so, messed me so up. What is, so what is that in reference to? She's saying she's asking her to call her the name that Serena named her, Nicole. Because so I think she I would was, say I, I would was, say now she's just like name her after the person that saved her life. Because Serena saved her life. Serena yeah. was the one that that girl's going to have a life. Because oh yeah, of Serena. no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's a nod, a, a, a nod to Serena. I, I really, but like. That was like my only, you know how we said we had tons of questions from Westworld. That was my only question coming from it, exactly why. I want to say this, though, real quick before we're going to move into episode 12, where we need to talk about Eden. Episode 11 has this beginning narration that just kills me. Or is it the end narration? It's about, uh, it's about like, um, just like the painful story of existence. Some of those voiceover narrations. Yeah, you just, 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 you just lay on your back. Oh. You just take yes. it. You do it as when, a job. Yeah. When she's talking about yeah, the, yeah. yeah, being raped on that. Yes, but there's just like these these over narrations. So really. much rape. So much rape in this fucking show. It's all... And it's like, ridiculous. I, and, and I've also seen... Critics. It's so much rape in the show that you kind of forget people yeah, are being yeah. raped you, you when look they're at being it, you raped. You look at it as, a, as part of their rituals. That's, I think, it, I think it's super poignant for the Me Too mov- movement right, right now. So fucking lootly. No fucking doubt. Ooh. No doubt. Per- Rich, also, shout out... I'll bring it back to Glow. I was just gonna. I'll I was gonna it, do it. I'll bring Glow, it. Glow addresses the Me Too movement head on. Big I, time. I, yeah. Big time, yeah. man. And you know what they did? They do it in a nuanced way where a woman argues with a woman about what she did. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. I and that man, I was so fucking happy that Mark Marin said fuck that. Yeah. Fuck said that fuck asshole. that. I was totally. just like, that's that's, that's great the most, that they're that's the most that, character defining moment. Oh. Especially as a man, like I feel like it's. It's just like okay, you know that, that you know th- that like we're like good men are in this totally fight and he's with a dick, you. but he's still a good man. Yeah, you can like there are dicks who are good men and For not sure. fucking yeah. And he was a dick, but he was a good man with a good heart. Yeah, who would never do anything. Fucking glow. <laughs> glow, the, glow is so you know, much fun. You know, glow is doing well when it's just like it comes into like the handmade handmaid's tale. Uh, yeah, I uh, fuck with, episode I fuck like with multiple glow. times. Me too. I'm like, I'm excited. They do a one. That's one more thing about glow. They do a one-off episode where they just show what their show is. Glow is a show about wrestlers, right? And so you watch them like producing it in the behind the scenes. They do an episode. Oh really? Uh, I'm at about like six or seven. Episode eight. They just do an episode. So so it's like in Atlanta. I'm I'm in first. I'm in first season of Atlanta where they do where he's on the Montague show. The same thing. Same thing. A weird one-off episode where you're like, oh, okay, I get it. I'm not watching. This is not part of the narrative. They're doing that. That was like a moment where writers were fucking mad high. Yeah. They're like well, there's you, no you are just starting Atlanta once, once the minute you're done call me meet me at this fucking microphone for real because like that is not that is like it just gets that <sighs> yeah I'm yeah. like I love it but I patience can, no let's no let's no not yet no you don't no, have to fight it no but uh <laughs> but, but 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 Serena tells Eden at one point uh, in episode twelve postpartum that uh. She's like Eden's having a hard time with this whole thing, and Eden is, you know, obviously Nick's Nick's um, given young fucking child uh, person, but she's 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 like an earnest person. I think, and this is really 
not only is she a romantic, which like humanizes her and she's like sweet, what we have to think about, and I think this is really important when it comes to Eden, is that she is the child of Gilead, meaning she is someone who woke up. She grew up post grew up 9-11. In post 9-11. This is her reality is Gilead. And so, like, her religion, her entire thing is... Her, her, even her conditioning has been conditioned. Oh, man. Like, she is... Dude, that was some... Uh, that was some fucked up shit. When after she's executed, her father... Is, is the one who turns her in, yeah. God, but that's damn. also that that also goes back to the world she's going and shows how, cult. especially with her father, how cult, cult it is, how exactly cult it is, and her father like like he was so in, and so was she. But like the natural tendencies of love and romance and and beauty in the world, like went head to head with her religious like fucking insane shit. But she was a true child of. Uh, Gilead trying to figure it out. She was trying to fucking figure out the scripture. She saw we we get to see the books that she was writing in. The the books are actually called Bibles, <laughs> the, and like she was writing in and figuring it all out. But it is uh, it was it was it was really uh, a sad short little arc. And I bet that like, Nick must be killing himself. Or like there's any. I love to see that point when all of them and like the Martha. Um, and like in June, or like kind of like what the like could, we should have done more. Like she was like she was right. just, but like she was so far from being anywhere where you can like you can, I I don't think you can talk sense into someone like that. She was so brainwashed by this world. It was her world. Like, you, I don't think she could Eden. ever wake up. Eden was her name. And You're saying this was her world. Like she just I don't think she could ever wake up from it. You can't say yeah. her. Like she, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's you know under his eye. No, she it, she didn't get it. She would she never didn't get it. She would never. She didn't and get why Nick. Fault. She didn't get why fault. Nick wasn't into her. Totally. She didn't understand. No, she didn't, no it was it was. Uh, it's it's it's, it's, it's uh, Nick. Yeah. That poor bastard. Poor bastard. But she, Nick's Nick's my boy. I know. I like Nick's that you like my him. Fucking boy. He's very understated. Can you look up his name? Because right now we both don't know it at this point. But like he. Uh, well, he was in. He's um, a very understated actor too, and I like that. I think that's important to the role to be kind of like. You know, kind of calm and overly collected because you're playing both sides so much that any tell he has no tells. He like just looks really, really. Max Mengele? does that sound Max right? Max Mengele. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, big shout out as we move into the last episode called "The Word" to the fucking Marthas. The Marthas at the end of this episode are the one that like helped. Oh, he run- was it. I'm sorry. No I worries. Circle back. I, I, Max Mangala. He was in the Social Network. Oh, that's right. He was the. Uh, Shit, that's right. Yeah, that motherfucker can act. All right, and you know he, he was in the Ides of March. I love the Ides of March. I would. That movie's that. dope. Yeah, it's great. That movie's really fucking good. Well, George Clooney and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Gosling. It's Ryan amazing. Gosling. Uh, Ryan's got Ryan Gosling's well, you're got. You're not going to ruin my on. shout out to the Marthas. The Marthas. <laughs> I need to give. I need. To, I was in the middle of a shout out to the Marthas. They fucking because they like they ran her out of this like predicament. They were like at one point this one up and like like chilled up on the side like yo come with me like that's what she's been saying right. to Serena. They were the ones who like teamed up. Well, I think this is like setting. no one knew about the Marthas, man. Yeah, give us some props to the Marthas. I'm giving props to the Marthas. Yeah, no, I think this is setting up. Okay, so I was talking to someone about this ending, and 
All right, like so, she just gives the she gives the baby, and then she goes back to the Waterfords. I'm like, yep. does she though? Does she go back That's to the Waterfords? Why are people assuming that? I think she why goes people, underground. What? Dude, that's what I was saying when like they and cut off ca- Serena's finger for just asking to read read or read the scriptures. But like, yeah, she's gonna go back after slapping the commander, stealing a baby, and running away multiple times. Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah. Do, it would she's be, going to that com- to Commander West Wing. She's gonna get up with the the Marthas. She's gonna <laughs> no. yeah yeah. She's gonna go underground, yes. and this is gonna that last uh, shot. So his name is Captain Lawrence. He's played by Bradley Whitford. You think they brought him on just for these two things? Even though they did I bring think. This. Uh, he, you know what I think? They, I think they were fans of Billy Madison. And, and they were just West, like... Here's yeah. West Wing <laughs> Billy Madison fans. <laughs> and they're just like, we, you know what? We need Bradford, uh, Bradley. And, um, but because, no, we, uh, like for him. So he is who uh, uh, gets Emily out of there and sets a lot of these... Mo- like, How fucked up with that scene where he's driving Emily and they're playing Walking on Broken Glass and they're by playing Annie, Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox. <laughs> Dude, and they just they just hold that shot they on her face. The, they scare the fuck out of her playing antibiotics. Yeah, chill, cat. I think they're hungry. Um, yeah, man. There's a bunch. I mean, don't before we even get to the end, don't gloss over the fact that Emily stabbed Aunt Lydia. That's 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 where we have to be right now. To me, Aunt Lydia's live though, because like you you watch someone die like that. You know what I mean? Like we didn't watch her die. Like it wasn't death. Oh right, yeah. yeah no, 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 no. Oh, no. It's also well. That's why. Uh, that's why Commander uh, Captain Lawrence got. Uh, it. That's what you know. Bradley is the. He's the um, economic architect of uh, Gilead. That's his role. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But so like, I don't think I, like you can tell he wasn't in it for the ideology. Like he was just no, like, he like fu- no, he it fucked was up. Oppor- it was an opportunistic moment, like especially being in the the economy aspect of it. That he took advantage of, and then he just like felt mad guilt, and he's like, "This nah, no, nah. yeah." I t- what was his line? Can you? I think you probably remember. And like they're escaping, and he's like, "He's, he's like, don't do drugs." No, no, no. He I'm, yells out, "Don't no, do I'm drugs." Gonna, no, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. I'm gonna, yeah, he's yeah. Like, yeah I'm gonna like, get in trouble. He's for like, this, "I'm yeah. fucked for this." Yeah. Like I'm fucking up for this. So, but like I would, I would really love to know more oh. about his motives, and I think he's here to stay. Well, I think, um, also, I don't think she's going back because the last, I, I don't think that uh, June is going back because the last thing that she says to Commander Waterford is, go fuck yourself, yeah. Fred. I think that's her last one. Like, I don't think that's one that I she did. returns from. So I, and I think that that was a very calculated move to choose this ending and to choose the Final shot of June before she walks off in the rain. Up that hood. Yo, she puts that hood on and then she just like looks up like she's the fucking devil. Yep. She's gonna rain fire on these motherfuckers. We need a resistance within the country. Yeah. Like, I mean, why can't we think that it's going that way? Why does anyone think? And I feel like that's what uh, what I'm seeing out there when people are talking about this that she's like going back. Well, you know what, man? I I have a problem when people that are fans of something. Start like questioning why characters do stuff. It's just like, first of all, it's make fucking your, fake. Make, your, make second, your own Westworld. Second of all, just let it happen. <laughs> That's what you said. Exactly. They're being, like I said this before, they're being prescriptive. 
They're prescriptive They're like, their well, own decision. Well, I mean, Go I just didn't get fan fiction. Yeah, I didn't get why she chose to be with him yeah. instead of him. It's fun. That doesn't make any it's, sense. It's 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 fun to to talk about the plausibility of motives. But when you're talking about direct storylines and like routes and like where things go, like is like I want things to feel as real as possible. So I will always talk right. about the plausibility. Like like if June did go back to to their like try to go back to their house. I think that's not plausible because I think they should fucking kill her. I don't think that's And that's why I think that I, won't I'd happen. Because I believe in these writers I, that they won't fuck with that. But so that's a thing that I will talk about when I talk about storylines like that, but not like you know what they should have done is like, yeah. set, you know, like that's, you know that's fucking being, bullshit that yeah. she ran out here and then like he was over here. I'm just <laughs> like, well, fucking you go write it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate Verizon. I, <laughs> it's like that Louis C.K. man where he's like, people are like, I hate Verizon. <laughs> it's just like, well, then you fucking you make, you, you don't make your own you network. T- you <laughs> climb a tree with a bunch of fucking you, like hubcaps. You go connect 30, 300 billion Telephone people right. to their, like who need Wi Fi right now. Yeah, like, I need it right now. Dude, so when did you send me that text? <laughs> so all in all, another really successful season. Yeah, the show's stellar. It's stellar. It's stellar. Uh, it's gonna win a ton of Emmys. Shout out. Uh, what's her name? Fucking Yvonne. Who plays uh, Serena Yvonne? Uh, yes, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know her name. It's she, uh, it's Yvonne Strahowski. Yep, she deserves a fucking Emmy. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss already won it last yeah. year. I'm kind of Carrie Russell's my girl. I know, I've but been she, there. For Carrie, fi- Carrie Russell is going to be uh, a second fiddle to. Yeah, to, it's because it was Dude, just she's that so good. good. It's she's that so good. fucking and, like, good. And they really put it on her. Like they're just like, yo, we're putting the camera in your face, and you're going to tell the yeah. story through all this pain. And yeah. it's a lot. And like I, I've even heard people like bitching about that. But I would like to say this right before we go: uh, the show is uncomfortable, but I think it's really really good that's uncomfortable i think it i think we need in this time for it to be uncomfortable i think i think it shows like this is why i feel it is important it shows what happens when we don't stand up for you know rights of others it shows what happens when you stop paying attention to 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 what our government is doing and and those in power it's it like it shows what can fucking happen when like religious the fucking extremists get their way and, and, and sees it and it shows how important it is to like stand up for what is right. That's that, that, yeah. it's, it's it's a fucking important show. True, true that. It's art imitating life right now, mm-hmm. and it's also art that like predicted life uh, because because she wrote this in in the eighties. Yeah. But it's she's but, still she's she's but, she's brilliant. She's, but it but. This isn't like anything new. No. This no. isn't anything new. No. This is something that has been going on. History has been repeating itself. We have seen the rise of fascism many times before. Absolutely. We've seen it so much that we've seen it in our own lifetimes. Yeah. I mean, people that yeah. people, yeah, people that getting, family getting members double glimpses at this point. Yeah. Family members remember what it was like to live when Hitler was alive, when yeah. Mussolini was alive, and now they're seeing similar oh. fucking traits. And you're seeing it across think, the globe. I think a lot of us, uh, a lot of us thought that when we grew up, and people who I'm speaking of, people who were anywhere from like 30 uh, to 50, that like, like we didn't realize like, like how quick things can turn, how quick a government can turn, how like, how 
like the whole power structure of the world and like it just it shows like this to show you and like seeing how you know politics in certain countries just flips so fast that like you think like oh it's just gonna be like this is not it's not it, it takes it takes fighting always for what's right and believing what's right and it's it's the fact that we're having this conversation at the end of uh, uh, this talk about a television show shows how good the show is yeah yeah Get at for us. Sure, man. Get at us, everyone. Yo, thank you, uh, uh, Brian, for uh, doing this. This is. Uh, yeah, it was dope, man. It's such a. It's a great. If you're not. I, do, I, if I, you're doing it. You're not, yeah, no. no. And, and, like, anyone that listens uh, that has friends that watch the show, I don't think, like, you could listen to this show that we're doing right now and li- listen to an episode about The Handmaid's Tale. Like, you really need to, like, be a fan of The Handmaid's and watch Handmaid's. Uh, and if you are that type of person and you do listen to this show, definitely share it with people. Yeah. Um, because I think it's, the uh, Handmaids is an important piece of art right now. Uh, and it, uh, it, I, it it's a reflective of our, our current political, what is this? A co- political debacle? Uh, slow moving coup is another <laughs> word, but I have, I have personally, uh, pushed the show on, uh, probably more people. <laughs> there's, uh, there, I've never pushed Breaking Bad more. Like there's like, like once I realized, put, once I realized what Breaking Bad was, I just wouldn't shut up about hang it. it on, was, like, bro, hang years, on, hang on. You but, you push Handmaids more than you push Game of Thrones. Well, if you like, no, yes, absolutely. Because like, there's different people. Like like, there's like a fantasy set. Game of Thrones is the greatest thing fucking ever. Like probably, but like Handmaids doesn't have dragons. No, they don't. No, there's not a white walker. I watched. I, I've, I've seen. I no watched white two seasons. No. I haven't seen a dragon yet. Not, no, they, no, no. They don't even have a fucking ice dragon either. <laughs> um, but these days, I talk about it all the time to people. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, really, and like, it's something that I think, you know, people are adverse to dragons. Like, people are, you know, there's, like, a lot of people, like, Westworld, like, people are adverse to sci-fi. Right, right. This is, I mean, this is, like, something you can get people on to. Yeah. But there's like, a, but it's a lot of pain. It's a lot of pain. Yeah. The Handmaids is a lot of pain. But they You're, need to, everyone, like I said, it's uncomfortable, but it is good and comfortable and important and comfortable. Yeah, and man. So, yes, yeah, spread the word. I'm with it. Uh, and uh, thank you, everyone out there, for uh, joining in on another party. Hello, Cyrus. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.